check, 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 check. It's my little sister, Gabriella Gia Michael. One of the last towns before you hit old logging roads and then you hit just cascades and then that's when basically search and rescue has to come find you, which I was informed of several times. So beautiful. And you just want to live in the woods, live off the land, and hunt and fish, right? I know. Yeah, that's it. Is that so much to ask for? Bigfoot. No yeah. doubt Bigfoot is, is... We'll just go off track here. We'll just go off track right now. Or you mean on track. We'll go, we'll go on track. Bigfoot's where we always want to go. So. <laughs> Chooch Chat. Hello, and welcome to Chooch Chat, the only podcast that knows its opinions of the real issues do not matter. I am Tony G. Michael, your co-host who just got back from a long, long, long trip. Uh, and of course, Zach Finch is still not here. We still have not been able to meet up um, because of the, for lack of a better word, quarantine, our sit and stay for the fucking pandemic. Um, but right now, I'd like to thank uh, all the new subscribers, all the new listeners, and all the new followers because we have a guest up front this week. Uh, you know her and I know her. She was a brief guest last week. <laughs> I got a, I got into a phone call with her uh, about how I was picking her up. It's my little sister, Gabriella Gia Michael. Hello. Yay. I'm still worried about my microphone. Yeah, your microphone's fine. Okay. Yeah, you're good. All right. You know, you, know, you, can, you can grab it a little bit and move it towards I'm you if you want. I'm not going to touch anything. Yeah. Yeah, mine makes too much noise right now, too. It sounds like a drum set. Yeah, I need to like, I need to, I need, I need to, I need to fix it. I just need to straight up fix it. All right. Mine, mine at least. So I'm not hearing things because every once in a while it sounds like somebody's like hitting cymbals. No. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's my, it's my mic stand. Um, so Gabriella, how are you? I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah. I've just slept for over 24 hours. Uh, because of the long car trip. Because of that car trip. Well, let's explain to everybody why you were out there in the first place. So you moved from Chicago when? So last August, end of last August, last week of August, I went to, uh, Duval, Washington, which is in the Puget Sound. Um, Puget Sound. And it is uh, one of the last towns uh, before you hit old logging roads and then you hit just cascades and then that's when um, basically search and rescue has to come find you, which I was informed of several times. So that... While I was hiking. So that you wouldn't get in trouble? Yeah. If you go any farther, search and rescue will have to get you. You understand this, yeah. correct? <laughs> um, so I was out there getting these certifications, uh, you know, naturalist certifications, uh, endobotany survival tracking you know all right. the cool fucking shit right. and um it was so all... you learned how to track yeah all types of animals yeah birds well yeah we did bird language so we would do bird sits and we would listen to the birds uh, but we could also do bird tracks too but uh, right. m- mainly the tracking that i was doing was um you know a lot of the, the mammals Right. Larger mammals and a lot of the predators that were... Mountain lions. Yeah, mountain lions. Bobcats. Bobcats, which are cool. So yeah. cool. Um, you know, even the raccoons out there are just massive. Right. Hunters. I mean, just big. Right. Uh, um, but anyway, I was a month and a half away from getting all of these certifications, and the coronavirus came, and there wasn't enough time to, like, well... Eventually, what quickly it, graduate you. Yeah, because also like I was getting like permaculture design certifications by like one of the, like the top people in the world. What's permaculture? Um, it's a type of farming. Um, okay. It's where you design essentially like you work with the land to produce a crop or for to have the to produce a yield um, up to a thousand years without human uh, interaction. So basically, like you're just letting the land work. You. Oh, cool! And you can design, you can permaculture design anything. Uh, rooftops. There's huge projects in Boston um, where they're doing rooftop permaculture, where it just grows, where it just grows, and so it's someone, not, someone, like, someone watches over it, but yeah, it just grows. Yeah, like you. T- well, what what it's based off of, and like what I was also doing out there was like stewardship, so like land stewardship, yeah. which is essentially just like tending to the land, and like we've been doing this in various ways. Um, 
a lot of people don't even realize it, but like, I mean, the Native Americans were stewards of the land. Yeah. yeah like they, they were nomadic or they had, you know, vast areas that they tended to and where they would forage. And so people don't realize that like their foraging and their um, harvesting was actually just a form of stewardship and that yeah. like, you have to like harvest this and like at this certain time or it would overgrow or it would overgrow and take over and so like they were doing these for like eons right for like you know uh, thousands of years these the native americans were stewarding the lands and uh and and it, they were bountiful and um and it's a type of farming right and it's also a type of and it's not just for uh plants either like you can steward the land like have okay well, i'm having like a really heavy harvest of like this particular uh type of flower that you know the deer at this certain time like to come and eat yeah and so it's like then you harvest the deer at that time right yeah so it's it's hunting was actually also harvesting like, harvesting of the land yeah interesting so it was super cool and uh I can't, you can't rush that and also like when all of the schedules started to get changed to the coronavirus and eventually it was just, we weren't even it was mandated that we couldn't even go back to right. school so none of those i got none of those certifications and that is a real bummer it's a real bummer i know the information yeah <laughs> and like what what's like okay it's just a piece of paper right yeah like, but like at the same time like it isn't just a piece of paper. Right. It's me having the right to put down on a resume that you have this I am knowledge. certified in this. Right. You know, I don't get to like, you wouldn't be like, I'm certified in CPR because you like watched a fucking YouTube video. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not. And yeah. then if the person accidentally dies and you're claiming you're certified. It's CPR. It's CPR. It's you're, an, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would never say I'm certified in any of this stuff now. But you have a, a, a large knowledge base. Uh, yeah, a big knowledge base. So do you think you'll ever go back to finish it out? So they offered like a year, like this upcoming September, uh, they're, they're offering slots for like our class to go and do it for a reduced price. And then like the next year, there's some more okay. openings. Um, but... I don't know if I will. Yeah. It's a lot of time. Yeah. It's a lot of energy. Yeah. And it's a lot. And like the part that I have to redo is the part that's like where I literally just go like sit in the wilderness <laughs> for like yeah. weeks. So like how, how am I going to like schedule that? Like I'm going to get out there and be like, okay, now I need to go like sit here by myself for a month. Right. Can't make money. Right. I, I had already had a job that was working around that schedule. Yeah. So it's just a lot to think about. Yeah. Um, and every, everybody's in the same boat that was in your class. Yeah, and everybody's in the same boat. Or And you were working with a lot of survivalists, people who had taken other types of, of survivalist classes, yeah. like, you know, um, just how to live and forge in the woods by yourself, right? Yeah. Naked and afraid shit. Some naked and afraid shit, yeah. Yeah. So what what made you originally want to go out and do this? Well, because I wanted, uh, you know, I work with animals and have a veterinary nursing degree, but I'm tired of working in the animal hospitals. And I knew that even before I got my nursing degree that, like, I would want to do more wildlife or conservation mm. or refuge type work. But it's it's so easy to get out of school and then get hired at an animal hospital yeah, and just start getting into that whole that whole thing. That whole. It's good training, though. It is good training, and it's cool, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, right. And um, I'm, glad, I'm glad you personally. I'm glad you did because you were down in the you were down in the shit there, yeah. like, and and you learned so much I, from any job just yeah. being on a regular schedule. Yeah. So I think you learned a lot. I did for sure, but I also have decided that I'm never going to settle for anything that wasn't making me happy. Sure, so I had sure. this opportunity to go do that and. What I was hoping I could like get these certifications and then start like do like ranger type work. Yeah. Um, which you know I still can, but it's it got scary out there for me when I was like, okay, everything I was out here doing is no more. Right. And now I'm in Washington where it's so expensive. Right. I mean, I was bartending there and I would hand people their checks and I would be like, what in God's name? How do they afford it? Like, did I give them? Like uh, two Bud Lights, two hundred dollars, like sixty dollars, oh, and I'm like, I know what I brought you, and right. I'd be embarrassed to like hand that to him. I'm like, oh, they're from Washington; they're used to this, right? Yeah, they, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, but uh, in my mind, I was like, I can't, I can't be here. Yeah, yeah. it's too expensive. It's too How expensive. much was like a, like a bottle of Coors Light? 
like five bucks, six bucks. Wow, really? Yeah. It's more because it's in Chicago. Yeah, it, oh, absolutely. That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. It was more. It's, it's a small town. It's cheaper to like. There's nothing there. It's cheaper to buy like, like from a brewery. There's a brewery in town, so to like to go and sit at a brewery and drink their like most expensive like draft beer that they're brewing on site. Then to like go to like the tavern across the street and get a Corona. Why? Just at the, the taxing, how they tax, state tax. Boy, that's a bitch. I know. And then you forget about it. And like, well, Chicago cigarettes prices are still more expensive. But, right. Um, so I was buying cigarettes there for like eight bucks and that was like super cheap for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Miles was coming from like Florida and he's like, we can't afford this. And I was like, oh. No, you don't know Chicago. I was like, this is great. He was like, well, how much are they in Chicago? And I'm 13, like, 14, 15 bucks. bucks, depending on the spot. Yeah, I was like, this is half the price. He was like, no way. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in, um, where were we? We were in Oregon, and the cigarettes were like cheaper than eight bucks, right? So, like, I went out and I got a carton for me and a carton for him, and then I didn't even know, it, and he went out and got a carton for me and a carton for him. Oh, that's great, just, yeah. But it's expensive. It's just the West Coast is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good lord. Well, it's a beautiful place when I was picking you up. I know. It's that's the other. That's the bitch of it all. Is it, that right. I got here, and then when I went to go see Danny, right, and I was driving to his house, and yeah. I was like, oh, I hate it here. Yeah. I concrete. was like, oh my god, I fu-, and I got the concrete sad. jungle, man. I got sad driving yeah. around here. It's beautiful. It's pretty. It's not where I'm. I'm. I'm so unhappy yeah. in the city, and that's yeah. why, a big reason why I moved. Yeah, I'm unhappy in the cities. I'm unhappy. Yeah. I've been battling depression. I've been battling anxiety. I've been battling psychosis. I mean, other other mental things that I just you don't want to be. And so you you associate with the when, city. Associate yeah. with the city and are triggered by the city. Yeah, and when I'm out there in the mountains and with the trees and by the river, I'm so sad. Like I'm gonna cry right now. Like I really like. I just really don't like living in the city, and I really miss well, you're that gonna, area. You're you going to get back to that. Or any type of it. It's just hard. Like, Yeah. My next move is to like go to Boston yeah. and like work at that foundation. It's like, holy shit. Okay. Whew. Just like every weekend, <laughs> every weekend to get out and hike and like never be upset that you have a, like a job. Right. So like that's that. But it's like, And that's the goal. You yeah. know, that is the goal. You just got to focus on that right. goal eventually. But talking about how beautiful – that Washington part of the is, country is like really that's is. what's making me emotional is that it yeah. is so beautiful so beautiful and you just want to live in the woods live off the land and hunt and fish right I know. yeah that's it is that so much to ask for yeah just to, and i was like almost there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i well, was so close well i'm super proud of you you're you're gonna get there and i think the yeah. long path is always the better path it is because the long path includes the work that you did with animals going to vet tech school yeah Getting getting your degree, yeah, and then going out here, get learning all this stuff right up to graduation, getting screwed over, yeah, right. But then you you have an opportunity to take it slower, learn even more now about right. about these 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 foundations, yeah. Then then learn more again, get certified. Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna end up in the woods somewhere. I know I am hunting, fishing, and 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 foraging, and take tilling your land, taking yeah. care of your land. And that's what I want to do. You're, well, you're close. You're so only a few close. years away, probably. Some people are never going to get there. Yeah. Some people will never get there and they want that their entire lives. Yeah. You know, or they don't even know that that's what they want. Or they don't even know. It was a lot of work that we were doing there. Sort of that like ancestral DNA and like sort of like going back through your family lines and like, what were you doing? Like, what was your family? If you could make a crest, the, the memory in in your genetics. Yeah. Right. And and a lot of it comes back to like, which is funny because I was thinking about the, go ahead. Yeah. But it's, you know, people don't realize that, they have such a close relationship with the land and right. in particular the land that their family hails from. And, uh, like, uh, our friend Frederick, who you met in Washington, he's yeah. from Hawaii and he said, he just, he wants to go back. He needs to be near the ocean. He yeah. needs to be near water. And I'm like, well, let's go down to the river. And he was like, no, 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 I need to be like on the coast. I'm like, okay, well let's, let's go to the, you know, to the coast. And he's like, no, I need he to wants be to go like, to Hawaii. I need, yeah. And, and he's too afraid to get on planes. Right. Yeah. But it's just sort of this, like, I need where my genetics come from right. to be on that land. And I was talking to you about how the salmon is so closely related and live, like, the relationship between uh, Washington 
Western Washington and salmon is yeah. so intertwined that if you t were to look at the DNA of some of the trees growing in those forests, all of them, they have uh, salmon DNA in them. Which is crazy. Which is because it's all the same nutrients and the trees die and the salmon die. And, right. You know, and, it, like, and they live all, off each other. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's when I learned that, that was when I was like, okay, we truly are made up of where we're from. Yeah. Um, which is crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and we've traveled all this time, but, you know, growing up, we traveled too. I wonder what that means of us. Um, that's interesting. And, you know, we I was talking about that, like, because I had just finished reading a book called Gates of Fire, which I talked about in this podcast. And I was, like, through the book, and I was thinking, like, how everything, how long it took for our ancestors to get us here, mm -hmm. right? Which includes, like, thousands of years ago, tens of thousands of years ago, considering the wars they were in, how they traveled, how they went across an ocean, you know, and how they got to New York. And, um, yeah, it just kind of blows my mind Yeah, and, uh, and kind of feeling grateful about that. And I was th considering like all the hard times that we're all going through mm -hmm. and how different, different people handle hard situations and the mm -hmm. fear of situations. And I was thinking about how I had read in a book that during hard times you unlock the the your your genetic potential that you can only unlock that if you approach mm -hmm. the a hardship you know yeah. or like if you do something hard that's when you unlock those things yeah. th that type of memory in your genetics and then you had brought up all of that stuff and I was like Ugh. <laughs> that was at the be the beginning of our car trip oh, yeah. where I was tired. I had like an old granny's lady blanket on me yeah. and I was holding this little dog and I was just like, yeah, keep talking, Gab. I'm just going to doze off here. Yeah. I just, yeah, I talked for like six hours. Six hours straight. Yeah. I just. Into the desert. Cruised into. From a, from a rainforest? Explain it to people. So Tony, so I didn't realize this either. So Washington State. Uh, and the Puget Sounder, I was in the, you know. Puget Sound's like a big bay. Western Washington is like a microclimate and like a micro region and bioregion. So the how the clouds and the rains come down over the Cascades, it's a rainforest. It's and, a northern rainforest. Mm -hmm, it's the only it rainforest. Looks like it. It's the only rainforest in North America. And um, it's really cool. And it's, I mean, it looks really prehistoric. And there's animals and plant life there. Fucking Bigfoot. That are just in that one little region of it. So then when you're driving to Chicago, you have to go through the pass. Um, which is a mountain pass. It's the only way in, right? Yeah. And, um, you can't get like, it's a mountain pass. Yeah. It's a mountain. It is like watching an old, old Western movie. Yeah. How do they make these roads? How do people get there on horseback? Number one. So I was super excited for Tony to like see the pass. And then I was also really excited for Tony to like, to realize that the rest of Washington state was just a desert. <laughs> a des like, like a legit is. desert. Yeah. And it's so fun. And so I was like just watching. I was like mainly watching Tony's face as I'm like driving through these mountains because I had done that drive so many times. And so sometimes it's just like, what? Yeah. She'd be like, what? I'm like, nah, over there. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, this is all new for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's cool. It's beautiful and cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no doubt Bigfoot. No yeah. doubt Bigfoot is, is. So you think. Could you? We'll just go off track here. We'll just go off track right now. Or you mean on track? We'll go. We'll go Bigfoot's on track. Where we always want to go. So, <laughs> I am very. This is this is my position on Bigfoot. I need it to be when I'm explaining to other people that so I can sound normal. Mm -hmm. I need the evidence to be clear, like true, hard evidence. Yeah. Because I want to believe in it so bad. That it hurts when things don't hold up. Okay. But the conversations that I have, that's all. That's for the audience. But, let, but let's get weird. Okay. And the conversation I want to have with you is, give me the first instance of Bigfoot when you were out there. First conversation you had. First, uh, uh, first anything. So, I mean, like all around the town, there's like all the bars have like little decorations that are like made by local artists. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it, it was, it's essentially like this hippie commune town actually yeah. that like kind of just turned into like Duval. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of like local artists around there and they just hand carve um, like little figurines of Bigfoot or like Bigfoot crossing. So it's just always around and it's not really a joke. Like if you're sitting at the bars talking with like a, you know, some of the, like, older guys, you know, uh, like, union worker guys, just very calm, having their beers, 
but like if somebody were to bring up Bigfoot, they'd be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not a joke. It's kind of like Bigfoot's like it's. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. yeah. Yeah, I seen him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like uh, one of the bartenders that I worked with was this older guy, Jim, and him and his wife were two. Like they were farmers. They were cool. They were smart. They were like they were like the new class farmer. Right. You know, like she was like an art teacher too, and. Uh, standing there, and Jim was just like always really nice, and he was like, "Oh, my wife and I saw Bigfoot." And like I don't even know, like somebody was talking about it, like at the bar, and like Jim was training me to be like the bartender behind the bar in that particular restaurant. And how did he see Bigfoot? So he was just well, <laughs> and it was so. Oh yeah, I saw Bigfoot. Like everyone's just totally fine about it. He saw Bigfoot in the middle of the day. Him and his wife were driving down the roads where we lived, and then. Like, 20 yards ahead of him, Bigfoot crossed the street. Right. <laughs> right. And then just he just crossed the street. And, and that, he just kept driving. And then why I, why I believe this, why the story was so believable to me was that it's, he was like, it wasn't like I slammed on my brakes and, and we stared. He was like, no, Bigfoot walked across the road and we just kept going. I was like, what well, did you smell? Bigfoot always says a smell. He was like, Gabriel, we were driving too fast to smell anything. I was driving down the fucking road. Like, yeah. and then it just yeah. Bigfoot walked across the road and then that's, yeah. What that idea that they were teaching you in class about following your intuition, listening to, to, yeah. to everything. Uh, there was a guy that worked uh, at the, at the school, right? Tell, what was his name? What guy? I don't know. Some guy that worked at, uh, at the school and he said he felt that feeling before. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Craig. Yeah. yeah. People just feel it. Uh, when something is watching you. Um, that's actually like a, a real feeling. That's a real feeling. And like that, that, that physical reaction that you're getting, are you actually, are senses, your senses are picking up on something yeah. and even on a subconscious level or on just ways that we're not necessarily aware of or know how to like accurately measure. Right. right. Now. But like that feeling is real. And it's not just, um, uh, something that little kids feel and they get scared in the basement at night. Uh, even though it's, closely related to that yeah but i mean that's that's intuition and that's you feel that and intuition is something that you can practice and grow and play games with so when you're out in the woods and you we played intuition games while we were there yeah so like when you're out in the woods and you're feeling those feelings that's that's a little dinger on you a little antenna is going off that like something's around and there it's this is what some of the guys like the older guys at the bars would talk about I know what it feels like to be all of a sudden alerted that there's a predator around me. Like a bear, like or, a bear or a cougar. A cougar. Like, I, I get it. I know that feeling, but I have also felt that same type of feeling, but it wasn't for a bear or for a cougar. It's different. I felt, I feel a, a different type of alertness comes on when I'm hunting. And when Tony got to drive through that land and he got to drive through those passes, and like you don't know until you see it yourself. There is n- this is something I will say about there and about the rest of the country. If you are listening to this and you live in a city, right? You live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. There is nothing in this country but land, mm-hmm. forest, deserts, lakes, rivers, streams. We drove through this country on the way back, and I'm telling you. You don't know until you know. You and Gabriella and I have spent time our entire lives mm-hmm. out in the woods. Sometimes, not, not, we're not outdoorsmen, but I was, but you are now officially. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I go fishing. You know, I just go out into the woods. I go fishing, camping with, hunting, with the family. Yeah. yeah. So it's just fun. Playing in the woods. Playing in the woods, right? Yeah. You know, hiking. And I didn't understand until I was in the middle of nowhere and drove to the middle of nowhere for three days. This country has nothing in it, and it's beautiful, and that's <laughs> yeah. the great part about this country. And we have a lot of different leaders throughout our time and a lot of different parts of history that got us to this point where we're just one giant national park. Yeah. And, um, and, it, and, it, and it's great to see, but it's also terrifying, and it also, it also lets you know it reminded us. It's I good, said this in the car, right? It's it's a good, a good, yeah, go ahead. It's a good reminder of how small you really are. Right. And, right. uh, how, it, how little you fucking know, how little, you know, yeah. like, like, you know, you know, everybody knows bits and pieces of, of bits and pieces, um, which is a great thing that you did. You mm-hmm. went and learned more bits <laughs> and pieces. Mm-hmm. And this drive was a bit of a piece that I got to yeah. learn along with you. Yeah. Um, 
so we drove along through the desert of Washington. Mm-hmm. Then we drove through. Then so the first night I got Idaho. Us, I got us all the way through Washington. I got us through the Panhandle of Idaho, and then I got us three hours into Montana. Right. Um, then after that, I took over driving. Right. Yeah. And well, Montana was was fun. Yeah, all of it looks like Bigfoot country to me. It's all, and then people to well, if you get really into it, there's like it different is. types of Bigfoot. Yeah, well, there's it, like it, different clans. <laughs> dude, it, but it's true because like even for Western and Eastern Washington, the coyotes dude, are different colors, different yeah. sizes. Well, dude, their ears are different shapes. They all believe in it too. And, no doubt, all these people believe in Bigfoot. I mean, it's not a question. It's just sort of like. It's almost a mundane topic. Uh, um, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's not even cool to them anymore. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Bigfoot. So funny. Yeah. It's America's so funny. And so, uh, you know, and we're in the middle of nowhere. There's sometimes we would run into and we would be like, yes, oh, God, like lights. Mm-hmm. So then I took over driving for the rest of Montana the next day. After we stayed in the Best Western Plus, they are they are awesome. I'm like, you are getting paid by them or something. I love Best Western Plus. It's a plus. It is. And you know what? All the hotels we stayed in were great. They were. They All were. the Best Westerns were really nice. They were fantastic. You know what you're getting with Best Western Plus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tony was literally like repping them like as he was falling asleep in the bed. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Got good TVs, big yeah. rooms, two Best Western beds. Plus. You care if I get in my Best Western chair first, Gap? <laughs> uh, so, by the way, we had a dog that was that's blind named Stinky. It would sit on the the passenger side's lap, right? Yeah. And, uh, and then we had this cat, a monster that would just roam around this absolutely packed back of a, of a Jeep Patriot. <laughs> it was just absolutely packed. And the cat's name was Monster because it just likes to hunt and kill. It's just he's a killer. Yeah, he's an absolute killer. And he is just laid out back there like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, he, knew, he knows. I've moved around with Monster for... Five years now, and we've done we've done five years. Yeah, yeah, and I I move around a lot, and so he knows the deal. He knows what the boxes mean. He yeah. knows he knows the car rides and stuff. And he knew that Mama was taking him away from the great outdoors, the like the best place he's ever lived. I mean, he literally like had like an outflow of water. We had a trail cam set up. Could yeah. see all the shit he was hunting and doing out there. I mean, like he knew he knew. Yeah, we were going bye bye. Yeah, and. uh I feel so bad for him. He's so upset. Yeah. Well, we get through Montana, and I drive for like four hours, mm-hmm. five hours before mm-hmm. we're getting ready. Yeah. You're, by the way, you're on 90 the entire time. Uh-huh. So we stop at this one gas station because we know we're still going to take 90 instead of taking something like 511 or something. Yeah, or, it was at the 212 or something like that. 212. Or, it was, but I it, wanted Tony to see the Badlands. Wyoming. Uh, specifically the Badlands of yeah, Wyoming. Right. Um, and so we stopped for gas. We well, Earlier I had filled up a gas can that we, mm-hmm. that we kept in the back because yeah. I've heard and you and my dad have said, yeah, you and our dad like, have there's said, nothing. there's nothing there. There's nothing in the Badlands. And so right before we start going in, there's, there's these clouds forming in the distance. And I'm like, God, those clouds look bad. Well, thank God we're not going over there. And sure enough, 90 turns towards over there. The clouds are forming in the distance. Yeah. No rain, guys. Just dark clouds ominous clouds ominous dark clouds over the badlands and, and like, so oh. we have a couple cars following us for a little bit then when we're st- strictly in the badlands which is just rock desert you can go for 100 200 miles without rock seeing desert anything. left and right of you i couldn't see any of that yeah because oh, i'm getting nervous because it was dark because it, it was dark but also what's funny is that it that darkness came it was staying dark till like ten o'clock at night. And it was. I'm, I'm talking dark, dark. No clouds. Yeah. yeah it I mean, was I mean, not, not no clouds. No stars. Excuse me. No stars. No moon. Yeah. Dark. And everybody else that had ended up ahead of us, they pulled off. They all pulled off. And so there I, was one guy in a camper who just pulled off, and yeah. he was like smoking a cigarette. And we got like, there truck, was one truck we were following off. him pulled off. Yeah. And then I was like, God, they all pulled off. I know. And, then, and I'm just and leading then, my brother into the badlands. I'm and, like, it's so in the crazy middle of the here. dark. And then and then as we go. And I'm driving like 20 minutes later. I'm like, that's why they pulled off. Yeah. We saw nobody for 175 miles. 175 miles until you get to Gillette. So we saw, from... I'm not talking nobody. Well, we saw a couple at the, certain points. There was like a house that there, was yes. off. Yeah, right. Yeah. There was a couple at certain points, but other than that, nobody. And I'm talking no 
buddy. If I were to get out of the car and start running and screaming for help, you're not getting. You're it. not getting it. There's not like you're not getting. I it. don't even. Also, get back in the car because no one else is going to think anybody else is out there. Yeah, and you might get hit. Yeah, and you might get hit. Yeah. Or and you then, make it lost in the fucking wherever the in the badlands. Well, what's funny is that like Tony couldn't well, see the terrain of Wyoming because it got so dark so quickly. But I was like, I was like, no, it's like the red, like the red ashy sandy right. type of desert. And he was like, what? And then like right after I said that, all of a sudden the road just turned red. Clay. Yeah. And right. I was just I was like, it is creepy out here. And so finally we get to Gillette. But, wow. Hold on. Oh. So I keep looking at the gas tank because oh, yeah, there's right. no lights. Think about this. There is no lights. There's no sign of civilization. So I'm worried about the car breaking down. Us having to have to change a flat. There's no AAA out here. No one's gonna fucking come save you out here. Yeah. You know. And anybody, if anybody does come save you out here, they might be there to fucking kill you anyways. Yeah. It's not like you're running into just good people out there. Yeah. Why are you out there, buddy? Right. I know why we're out here. We made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you? Out here? We took. We literally took the alternate route that the GPS was like. Are you sure that's actually forty five minutes longer? And yeah. Like, why are you scary? going that way? Why are you going like, that way? No, I had to like keep being like, no, I want to go through 90. Wyoming. Just 90. I want to go just through go, Wyoming. Just 90. It's like you sure? Because South Dakota is right up there, and I'm like, no, I want to hit it through <laughs> like, Wyoming. We're going, we're going ninety. The GPS like tried to reroute our decision like three or four times. It did, and I was like, no, we're taking Wyoming. And it so was, like, then. The worst. Uh, we're, we were talking about intuition and stuff. So like on my intuition, we were talking about psychic shit, yeah. you know, and I never claimed to be psychic. Gabriella says she had, you want to explain that, that, that little piece of the people. Oh, well, there's just like, I mean, I definitely see and feel energy and right. spirits, however you want to talk about right. it. You can make fun of her or not make fun of her. It she doesn't, doesn't really matter to me yeah. at all. I know what I see. So fuck you. Yeah. So <laughs> we were talking about all this stuff, which is scaring us even more. All right. And then all of a sudden I'm like. In a mood. Yeah. Tony was Explain the mood to everybody. So Tony was feeling it. So I didn't say anything to Tony until the next day. We didn't talk about this, but something came into the cart was this like Gabriel well Gabriel was saying, I'm seeing lots of orbs, lots of lights. Yeah. And she'd look out the window every once in a while and go, Oh my god, what was that? And I'd be like, yeah, and, I, and, I would crazy. Go, and I would go, Shut the fuck up. So and Tony's <laughs> terrified. Because I'm looking at the gas. I'm scared of axe murders, right. ghosts, Bigfoot, monsters, yeah, and aliens. All of it. He's scared all of all of it. it. And so then I'm looking in the car and, and then I see nobody. T- so Tony like tenses up and he's like and I'm just looking at him and then I look and there's this like blue light that's like looming over him him inside the car and i was like oh my god, god there's a fucking like i don't even know what it like some sort of ancient energy from those you know lands it's, <sighs> it's so energetic out there do you think he was protecting us or i he... have no idea what it was you all i no know idea? is like that is hilarious that is attached to tony right now and i'm like okay whatever i guess it's just like sucking his energy out of the driver I think it was sort of whatever. I think sometimes cars are like huge, uh, like beacons for that stuff. Because it's the full of electricity, full of electricity, metal energy, radios. Yeah, like that's why people have a lot of like paranormal experiences. We're like driving down dirt road in the middle of the night in the car, and then like they have this crazy experience, and it's because that that's how they can like gather energy or show or just. So Tony picked up a friend. In yep. the Badlands when he was already just terrified to be I was like, with. gotta get through it. Then we yep. get to a gas station. It was like, we made it. Yeah. That was 100 miles, right? Yeah, it was like then 100 after, miles. After you make that, yeah. by the way, it's, it's not like there was a, it was a heavily populated before this, this stretch of 90. Yeah. It was just more populated. Yeah. There was so, just like a little bit more. There's a little bit more. Some yeah. lights here and there. There's no lights. We get to this gas station, blown up with lights, and we have like a half a tank left. And I go, we made it. Yeah. And I was like, we don't need that. There's a civilization up here, right? No. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. We go into the darkness. And I before we go into the darkness, I was like, wouldn't it suck if this was just more of this? Sure enough, yeah. more of it. More. More of it. More. And we, have, I, have I already started driving at that point? No. No. That's right. Because That's right. I had to keep going because we had to get through it because yeah. we realized we were still in it. Yeah. Right? We, and then we should have stopped that fucking gas station. Yeah. And we didn't. Yeah. And um, that's when we started seeing all the names that we're paying attention to. So I had been looking oh, at it before, right. but the, the first over a hundred mile, over a hundred, it was a like hundred and something miles. I was looking at it, and I was I, I was ignoring all the exits, and then I started just reading them out because it was it was getting to me. I was like, Crazy Woman Creek, 
Dead Horse Creek. Yeah. Force Road. Force? Yeah, the Force one was the, like the crazy Dude. woman and the dead horse. Like, okay, those are like kind of like a Native Very American. Ominous. Yeah, but then like Very the ominous. one that was, it was just like Force. Like, force. What, like what other meaning to that word yeah. other than Scoot like... it on over. Forcing was, you into something that yeah, you don't, don't do. want to do. <laughs> Which right. Is, it just, I, like there is right. no alternate right. meaning to Force. Yes. Is there? That, force. There, no, there's like physics, right? There's force, force behind something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like motion. Either way, is that uh, what you want to hear uh, when no. you're like trying to like... To like keep it together? Yeah, in the middle of the night. Force Road. So, Fuck but this Force is, Road. This is when the moon came out. Though, oh, guys. that's right. I so forgot. We so we're started, through the heavy part? So we started reading the road signs. So we're looking out of the cars and we saw the fucking moon. And, and then the moon came out from behind the clouds. Okay, that but no. I, what, I thought it was like the the Sunco gas I, station I symbol. Thought it, I thought it was a mosque. He thought it was, yeah, like the, the, uh, a big the gold-covered... Mosque. Yeah, yeah. Turns out it was the moon. It turns out it was the... We thought it was... <laughs> I was like, no, that's a neon sign. That's just like... It's an illusion. Tony's like, is there like a like a religious building over in that? And I was like, what is that? Like, no, it, yeah. it was the Huge, biggest... Big. And the big. most colorful moon orange. I have ever... It was orange with a blood red ring around it. Or like, I'm not talking like... Oh, it looks like it's got a hint. Yeah. No, it was like it looked like somebody took paint, orange paint, painted a big round <laughs> circle in orange, and then took red paint and outlined it, and then just put it in the sky like five feet away from you. Thank God they did that at the end of it. They did that. They that's fucked the up ghosts. the way I said How, that. Yeah, because because oh my god, <laughs> I did it felt it felt like that? Like it felt like there was just well, there was other things around us, but I mean, it felt like us. I, you know, like also, it's like it knew we were coming. Exactly, and which is fucked up. You know I saw those clouds in the distance. I was like, "What those fucking clouds?" You doing? know how they tell those jokes, where it's like, "Why didn't you give us any sign?" It's like, "Oh well, like hardened truckers were pulling off the road, and I that wasn't sign enough for you." I know. Also, before we got on there, I had to pee, and the town before you got there was also so desolate that like my option to pee was just to like walk off behind some buildings so i had stinky with me and we're like squatting and peeing me and my dog and i'm like reading the buildings that i'm like peeing on and it's like native american like yeah, tribal council they wouldn't care about no that. i know i know but i'm still just it's like still, um, it's, it's still, still just creepy. like i'm just like pissing on these like native american nah. lands and then we like get because into spirits the car yeah you, you didn't do it on i purpose. know i had to go potty and so yeah. it's stinky and it was like really funny that like me and stinky both just like squatted down together and we're peeing and like reading <sighs> the signs that we're peeing on and i'm like oh my and god it, we're like out here in the badlands is that that's bad more lands. of what that oh, was Oh, by the way there's a reason why they call it the badlands and it's not because they're good. They are. It's not just some name they threw at something. It's the bad lands. It's yeah. a bad feeling. They don't yeah. look good. You can't live there. Like, isn't Wyoming the... I know I know the Badlands stretch throughout Ugh. more states than Wyoming. Yeah. But I think it's, it's like Wyoming's like when you're when you're seeing the old uh movie posters for westerns and when you're Not even. Uh, yeah, but that, that's some different shit yeah. out there, man. Yeah, it's uh, that No well, one lives there. A lot of the people least A lot state. of people think like the prairies or like the Badlands, yeah. that's kind of the imagery no. that they get in their head. But nope. Wyoming looks like it looks like a bomb went off, and like it's still trying to come back. <laughs> yeah, um, it's there's just uh, there's and, and Tony didn't even get to see it because he because that storm that cloud storm came through and yes. darkened everything so quickly. Um, yeah. But there's, there's some just, things you're not it, supposed to see. It just looks like Mars. It just looks like Mars, and it's and South Dakota. Like then you hit South Dakota, and that's still Badlands. But even then, South Way Dakota is feeling. like we're South Dakota. And yeah, it's we're fun. It, it, that road sings a yeah. song to you. Yeah, that's like that road's pretty. The sky is bright blue. I mean, granted, it was like that morning. Night and day, and right? night, it was literally night and day. But there's people out but on there's, it. Yeah, there's this town. Like you there's could go cattle see ranches. Rushmore. Right. Yeah, there's not even ranches in Wyoming. Wyoming right? is like there are ranches but they're not along the side of the road i mean i there's nothing yeah but to to me because i have a really twisted dark sense of curiosity i think it would be fun to get uh, a drone and to fly it around and look for the corpses that are in wyoming surely because they're because they're i get what you're saying like there's there's stuff out there there has to be people who got out of their car 
yeah, just left and just died. It just well, died. There's all these missing people's things, and that's the other thing too. Like, how do people go missing? Like, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, there's well, so terrifying. much land in the just in just in America. We would look at mountains. So when we got to Dakota during the day, yeah. Oh fuck! Before that, even before we hit the Badlands, even. Yeah. So before we hit the Badlands, we would look across the hills when we get on top of the big hill. And there's these huge rolling hills in yeah. in uh, Montana. Yeah. Montana and the beginning of Wyoming. Yeah. And you could look through it and you see these mountain passes in the distance. And then you see a uh, mountain chain just in the distance. And you're like, and Gabrielle would go, Tony, how far away do you think those are? And I'm talking, picture your Legolas. This is what I said in the car. Yeah. So, like sitting on top of a hill and you can barely see mountain edges. Or rock formations in the distance, yeah. just at the very end of the horizon. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, 300, 200, 300 miles more? Yeah. And there is nothing between you and that car and that mm-hmm. road on top of that hill to that place. You don't see anything else. No roads, no people, it's no houses, land. no lights. It's just, it's just land. It's just state land. Yeah, And you will like, die yeah. if you don't know what you're doing. And if you can't get clean water yeah. or food or, or forage. Or even exposure at that oh point. Oh, my God. Exposure. For die like, of loneliness. It's, just, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, to, to be lost. To be lost is a scary feeling at all. And a, a lot of what I was doing was to accept the feeling of lost and yes. to not panic. I, so we did a lot of like meditation, sense meditation, uh, which can also in, in help class. you with survival. Yeah, yeah, like doing a sense med. Okay, where's the sun hitting me? Where's the wind coming? What am I hearing? And like getting into that. But goddamn, if, if I was lost in Wyoming just, and I knew it was Wyoming. He would just curl up in a ball. I would just be like, and now I die. Like there I is die, no man. type of skill set or meditation that is going to help me not Right. Panic. Imagine if you were in a small single engine plane. And it crashed out there, but crashed lightly. You were able, you're a good pilot. You're able to get around. Yeah, like you like a little crash landed. Crash somehow, somehow, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Because what direction do you go? Because uh, there's you, nothing in every you, direction. I, exactly. I'm thinking the best thing to do was would... the last road that you saw walk towards. It should probably be 90. Then you're screwed on 90. Because then there's no. Because there's nobody roads. around. Because all those county roads too. Like I don't. I didn't even see county roads. Like you literally just got like it's the highway, and then the one town that I pulled off in on the way to Washington was Buffalo, and it was like <laughs> Buffalo, Washington. We're not just a one horse town, and you like pull off ninety. You're a no horse and town, it was, and you're like you're, you don't even got a horse. Like it's no horse town. And it was a bar, and then this little like shed type building behind the bar, and that was Buffalo. Yeah. So like. Yeah. There aren't roads. There's I don't get There's no roads. Where are the homes? And that's don't the other know. thing. Well then don't we know. looked it up. Wyoming's got the smallest population. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, it, and and the other thing is there is nothing in Minneapolis and, and Minnesota. Uh-huh. There is nothing in Wisconsin. And there is really nothing in Illinois people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking the people who live in Rockford, Illinois, from my, from what from what I saw. You guys live in the biggest city anybody else saw, has yeah. ever seen in the rest of Illinois <laughs> yeah. because there's fucking there's nothing, nothing in the rest I of Illinois. About there, that. And there's nothing. And when when shit finally turned into a three lane highway, yeah, I got excited. Yeah, and then it got and then they took it away and from then us. They took it away with the construction. I forgot about this. And they took it away from us. I was like, why am I so tired after this? And the last day of that drive. And on the construction with the highways, and I was just trying to stay awake. And I drank six Red Bulls. Yeah. And I was telling you. And before I said, Gab, you got to stop. And before that, you guys, I've only ever had Red Bull with vodka in it. I've never like cracked a Red Bull to be like, this will keep me awake. I had so (sighs) many. I slept for like 36 hours. I looked at her and she's about to crack open the fifth Red Bull. I was like, are you sure you want a fifth Red Bull? I'm working on my fourth. Like Frappuccino. uh, No, not the Frappuccino. Double 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 shots. Big can double shot espresso. Yeah. Big ones. Uh, I had one Frappuccino though. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, but I'm looking at the Red Bull. I've heard bad stories about Red Bulls. People have just Red Bulls for a day and then they just end up in the hospital. I'm still, like I had a hangover. I couldn't get out of bed yesterday. Yeah. I literally slept all day yesterday until two this afternoon. Oh my God. I slept till 11 for uh, two days in a row. Three days in a row. I'm thinking it was all those Red Bulls on top, compounded everything else. Yeah. But like, 
<laughs> what we were we kept saying like but we gotta were, get our nos yeah trying to get our nos on gotta get our nos on and then uh yeah, tony you know, and we after calling- we're like screaming and stuff and then she's like and then after a while like a half hour goes by we're like down to two two lanes again in, in the middle of wisconsin <laughs> and it's just we're like her eyes are like tiny little little slits yeah and she can't just look at me and go we get in our nice side soon. Can we get one nice side? Nice side. Well, and we were like, calling them blowjobs. We're too. like, yeah, man, because I'm gonna suck the dick. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, let's get ah. some blowjobs. Blowjob, Tony. We're gonna go suck the dick of this thing. First of all, what you do is you take a nos, you shake it up, you shove it up your ass, yeah. and you get nos. You're gonna shove this nos down my throat, Straight up deep my throat ass. this nos. But that was just the diesel, last, bro, diesel. The last. Tony, after he dropped me off at my parents or our parents' house, he got home and he was like, I'm gonna like shower and then watch this episode because i'm still like i'm still fucking nost or i'm still fucking nost and like i was just like oh yeah i'm feeling i can't remember what i know <laughs> here it is i'll look it up because it was stupid because we were just and delirious delirious and it's like three a, days of just and, driving till- and then also tony and gabriella are like what we do best is having really inappropriate jokes that a brother and sister would be having back and forth together oh, we're, we're like our sense of humor is we it, it, it is it is gallows humor. Yeah, it, we're we are like <laughs> we are we are two people with some form of PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know how we got it, where it came from. It's just like, it's, we're so messed up. We're so yeah, we're we are we are fucked up, and uh, and so everything is just the worst. You if people if somebody else was in the car with us, they would think we were the worst of, oh, of the of, worst of, people, of and then they'd be like, oh my god, you guys are related. <laughs> <laughs> You guys. Tony, can I have blowjobs? <laughs> <laughs> Which means that. Ew, that's not how I was thinking of it. <laughs> no, but like. I was thinking just that. Just hearing those words <laughs> and like the fact that we're brother and sister and we're saying them. That's not how I was thinking of it. I was thinking either. of it that it was like we are blowing the drinks. Right. But people but don't the, know and, that. And if those drinks were dicks, we would be blowing those we, drinks. Yeah, like blowjobs. <laughs> nice. Nos. Nos. So I go, uh, oh, it's like, we're banana. Me no smell banana. Uh, oh. That's from Space oh, yeah. Force. Me no smell banana. We're banana. Oh. I'll be going to bed after I re rewatch this dick after my Nos dick suck has run out. <laughs> and you said, I'm still blowing hard now. I'm still <laughs> blowing hard now. I just my six Red Bull. Oh, because we kept, because Tony kept being like, we're not stopping at this stop because I wanted to get more Red Bulls because I was. Yeah, like, I was like, no more. I was like straight up like fucked up on him. <laughs> and like, I was no getting more. upset at him. And I was like, I was like me no smell, me no smell Red Bull. Me no sm- We're Red Bull. We're Red Bull. We're Red Bull. We're Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's well, going crazy. We forgot to mention too, after Tony drove through Wyoming. And we finally switched, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna drive." Oh I'm right, drive so all into I go night. through. It took me everything. Like I'm saying the prayer. I'm saying prayers, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, Glory There's be. Like this demon on his shoulder. Right, and I'm like, I'm like saying we gotta get out of here. Can't get into a wreck. I'm worried about hitting like some type of an elk, or uh, what else is out there? Elk and what else? There's the antelope. Antelope. Uh, An antelope can just dart out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they're fast. Worried about hitting something and destroying our car as we're trying to go like 100 miles per hour through the desert. Yeah. And uh, and then everything else that's scary on top of that in the pitch black. So I'm like, keep looking at the gas tank, keep looking at the road, looking at the gas tank, looking at the road. I was like, we could do this. We got to get through this. Yeah. And I'm taking, it's taking everything of mine, right? And I get us through it to a gas station, finally, you know couple hundred miles later yeah and we we switch we switch and we're, we're like, running out empty and we get gas in the car yeah and i'm like i'm gonna drive all night and it Tony's felt like, like no. it took four or five hours to get through it it did it did and but like the time stopped there was a weird time thing and so we switched drivers and i'm gabrielle is like I'm, I'm like gab i just want to go to bed i can't yeah do that and i'm again. like okay well i just want to keep i just want to get us further like i just this is why we have two drivers, right? Like, I'm going to utilize the energy I've been conserving all day. You just drove through that nonsense. Like, you know, I was just, like, sitting there resting. Like, let's just get in the car, keep going. Not 15 fucking minutes. She starts having an allergic reaction. I start having some sort of allergic reaction to, I, I don't even, my right eye almost closed, almost closed, closed. So, like, after an hour in, my I convinced her broke. we're going to pull over. It I, was insane. I don't, Why? 
Like your whole, your whole face was swollen. I look at her. I'm looking at her like this from this from like the side of my, like a side the side <laughs> of my eye, like looking at her eyes starting to swell shut. And, and I'm, I'm like, de- and I'm in denial about I, it because sorry. I was like, no, I'm driving all night. And I've tried to debate like whether or not if I say something, it might make her like panic. But I want to be like, so I ended up saying it like this. I'm gonna be like, so you know, like well, let's just stop. And when we stop, you want to take a couple Benadryl? Yeah, like you know, just 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 to get it out of your system. Just yeah. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> "No, it was bad. It was really well, bad." Because I was, it was really my bad. My eyes were, my whole face was swelling. Yeah. And actually, to even today, like I've, I still feel as though my, my face, my, my my mouth and my lips feel weird. Yeah. I I had just a a super reaction to something. Yeah. While trying to drive. Yeah. It was insane. I'll never drive that again. I don't care. And and if I do, if someone says you have to for this task, yeah, I'm like, I'm gun, yeah. case of water, yeah, f- extra food. That's the like only thing. Three tanks of gas. I had like a bunch of knives in the car, but I really wish, and I had my bow and arrow in the car, but I really wish I just had a, a gun. A gun. And that's what I was talking to. And Marky was like, "Why would you need a gun out there if there's nobody?" And I'm texting Marky. Yeah. And he's like, "Because man, one." Bigfoot, that's the joke, right? Yeah. But also, anybody you meet out there, yeah. this is a 50-50 shot. I, I really think that. You, there is no you reason to be out there. You because there is no one out there. Is, there is no one why. out And if you meet someone out there, yeah. it's, a, it's a 50-50 shot. You're running into like, a psychopath. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you a, Why are you out here? Like, are you a rancher? Right. Me no smell ranch. Me no smell ranch. We're a ranch. Why We're no, ranch. Why no lights for ranch? Right. That's the other thing, too. I'm like, okay, they're all cattle ranchers. Me no smell ranch. They're all cattle no, ranchers. No, there's not. Where's the fucking lights for the... For the where no, no, where is the ranch? No, there's not. Like, I don't get it. It's all like... It's like just granite. Like, it's all fucking granite and fucking. I don't know, man. Uh, so there's so a we're and everybody some knew. Guns. Yeah, no shit. And everybody knows. I, I I've already looked up my Floyd card. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody knows that um, if you see people that pull over that are like hardened travelers in RVs and I trucks, know, so uh, we're not joking. Yeah. They all pulled off yeah. or pulled over to the side of the desert and just were like. We're waiting it out. Yeah. And what, what's funny is that I think... We're, we're waiting. They were all I waiting think, it out. I think that cloud things that we Scared were looking them. at, was it like a dust storm? I don't know. Because it didn't seem as though they were waiting it out. But what does that mean? All night? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was weird. Don't know. It, it does seem like all and night. It, and it, it, well, it, it seems like till daylight they were going to wait it out. They waited something out, though. Maybe maybe it was like a dust storm that passed through. Because remember, you were like, oh, now the road's dusty. And then, then all of a sudden, we could see the moon out of nowhere. Like, the moon was covered. An orange and moon? Wasn't, yeah. At the end of the trip, yeah. we saw the moon. Yeah. So I At think we also, like, drove through some sort of, like, inclement weather or something. And just, like, didn't realize... I think that we were like pretty stupid about it. Oh my god! And it was so fun. It's so scary. And it was... I am still sick from it. Like I'm ill. You're not <laughs> ill. I just am so very tired. Yeah. That like it, it drained me. Yeah. I feel better today. I but I've been getting a lot I of sleep. I feel better today too. All I've been doing is sleeping. Yeah. And that mattress in mom and dad's basement is like not a good mattress for me. So, I, but I'm like. Choosing sleep over the pain that yeah. the mattresses give me. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, this is so bad. Man. It's just exhausted. I'm so, just sleeping on the sidewalk right now. Then we, you know, drove through Minnesota. Yeah, nothing in Minnesota, guys. No reason to go there unless you're going to a city or yep. hunting or fishing. All of these states, all of these states, just go to the cities unless you're hunting or fishing because yeah, there's, there's nothing there's nothing else in there. these states that's how you know it's bad when you see a sign for fargo and you're like yes oh man fargo? yes we saw uh we never even heard of lacrosse wisconsin oh yeah and they were like they were 132 mile back yeah they it, were adver- they, they were advertising, advertising 132 yeah. miles back being like lacrosse wisconsin we get to lacrosse wisconsin <laughs> yeah it seemed gigantic to it us. It had a small little airport. Yeah, there like, was an airport. That's right. right. We were like, "Oh, holy shit! No what? wonder." Yeah, they're lacrosse. Yeah. Right. They had a Dairy Queen. They did. Uh, they yeah. Had, the guys at the gas station were super nice. Wait, no, that was a different place. Nah. Yeah. There was Dairy Queens everywhere. There were. Are you thinking of the Dairy Queen with the other with the one guy you talked about with the Badlands with? Because that was that was that before lacrosse. That was before lacrosse. Yeah. There was a Dairy Queen in Lacrosse as well, mm. where the girl worked, and she was kind of cute. Remember? That was a gas station. Yeah, yeah. Oh 
God, it's just so crazy. Just don't. Tr- I'm literally getting like heartburn just like talking about that trip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, we did this in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. That's oh yeah. Even talk oh, about yeah. that. That's so. I get on a plane to go at. 30 minutes before we start landing, I get the worst headache I've had in years. Oh, and of course, this. I'm thinking it's fucking COVID or I'm, yeah. there's no way it's COVID. But I pop a cup. Finally, after a while, I pop a cup of Benadryl <sighs> and two Tylenol and it goes away. And um, he thought he was dying. And also, this was the like- air pressure and allergies and allergies are so bad right now. Oh, oh are you burping? Yeah. He also, this was also like the second or like the first official night in my small town that like you could go drink at a bar. There's <laughs> that. And I, and I was Tony, so pissed I had a headache. And Tony was like straight up d- d- like dying yeah. laid out on his back. And usually I'm like, that's time to party. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to lay down. But I was leaving this town, these people that I'd made friends with. So I was like, okay, you can go to bed. I'm going to stay up and drink. And I get home, or I drop Tony off, and before I go back out, he's like getting his pajamas on, and he looks at me, and he's like, "You're being pretty cavalier about the virus, Gabriella." And I was like, "Okay, so mad you, you don't have coronavirus. I don't have coronavirus. There's no one in this town has coronavirus. Probably not. Yeah. No, not probably not. No, yeah. Well, from what we could test, and there's no cases. There was yeah. one case, and it was done and gone. Yeah. Well, anyways, I ended up not having it either. But I was so scared. Yeah. And then Wyoming happened. <laughs> and then Wyoming happened. Tony was scared every day for a new reason. And like, <laughs> and if like, I never give Tony credit, but like to his credit, there was very scary things to be scared about every day. Just a bit. Well, there was a new scary thing that was completely valid for Tony well, just to Wyoming be scared about. And Wyoming, everything that came along with Badlands. Right? All of the Badland experience. Well, then we were leaving in South Dakota the next morning. We found Tony Rep's Best Western Plus. I'm going to rep Scooter's Coffee. Oh, Scooter's Coffee. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, have I not? If you're ever in South Dakota. Yeah. Head up a Scooter's get Coffee. Get yourself a scoot. Get yourself a scoot. It was so good. Yeah. That um, was our first blowy. Yeah. That was our that was our first blowy. That's what started it off. <laughs> because that was, uh, what was they called it? Cold Pressed. It was, or, a, it was a cold press. No, was or it, cold it was a cold press? drip. Like it was drip, made. But what's the word they use at Starbucks? I think it's called cold press mm. or pike or something. No, no, that's the that's the name of a coffee. Okay, pike's the name of a coffee. I, but but Whatever. cold brew, cold, cold brew, brew, right? Cold brew. It was a cold. So large. We got, we got a large cold brew Sweetened. iced coffee with cream, cream and sugar. sugar. And Stinky got and we, some whipped cream. Right. And we sucked those down and, and we were the amped. three of us were amped up there. Stanky was... Stanky wanted... <laughs> first of all, all he wants is to ever just, just like sit in mama's lap. And when... Well, if you weren't there, yeah. I would have pulled the fuck over and went to bed that night. Yeah. When? Uh, when you, you decided to switch over. Oh. I was like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm driving well, the rest of this tomorrow. You Wyoming? No, not Wyoming. Okay. The other one. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't have. Oh, man. Maybe I would have because. I just wanted to get further away from where we were. <sighs> Me too. And if that meant driving all night while my eyes fell out of my head, then so be it. <laughs> so anyways, uh, you learned all this stuff. Learned how to, you, you've stayed out in the woods for a few days. How, how, yeah. What was the longest you've stayed by yourself out in the woods? Oh, like three days. Yeah? Yeah. So you just stay out in the woods by yourself. Yeah. And forage, so make fire, make shelter. For like, um like a week to get like certified however like that was just through like school so i would like go and just hang out in the do woods it and do it all things, time you know right or with miles or with so you know right the rest of the class you don't even realize what you're it got like what's cool is that i didn't even realize a lot of times what i was doing when i was doing it right because it was just sort of something that was for fun there was like a mountain man exposition that like expo that came to like the Monroe fairgrounds right and it's just like people who work with like pelts and furs and bow and arrows Mm -hmm. and you know all that cool shit and like if I showed up to this to the fairgrounds and was like oh just disappeared in there spent like hundreds of dollars love was talking with all these old men about shit <laughs> and if i like sure they love and you. yeah and it's like okay but if you. i hadn't like nine months prior to that yeah i would have been like oh this is kind of cool but i was like and they're up like f- talking about flint napping with like some yeah. old man 
and like and asking this woman where her beaver pelt came from. Flint napping. Flint napping. It's when you oh. like take you know make the boat arrows. Yeah. Okay. Of like obsidian and stuff. And well, yeah, it's just cool, cool shit. You did all this, mm-hmm. and now you're driving to Boston. Now I'm gonna go to Boston. What's the plan for Boston? So the plan for Boston is to go work for the Global Surgery Foundation, just as a, like an assistant to yeah. our great aunt Honey, who is like. She the founder of the foundation? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Explain that to people. So she started the the Clutchin Foundation, and what it was is getting uh, sterile environments and bringing more like surgical learning in sterile environments to train people around the world. So instead of bringing in surgeons and nurses, we're going to train surgeons and nurses, and we can do it right uh, to the best of our ability. And she also does things like she'll fly plastic surgeons to South America and fix cleft palates. And she's like working with the Navajo Nation right now, getting them water and masks. And she's, uh, you know, she just, she does, she's got a lot on her plate. So she needs an assistant. And she's always been one of my biggest, um, you know, if if you can, if there's something that you want to do and you can go and learn about it, she'll pay for it. And so that's, what she's done for me this is what she did for Washington. So, yeah. you know, I had to tell her that like everything in Washington wasn't following through, you know, with everything. Oh, she, it sucked. So she offered me a job. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, I'm sure she was like, well, that sucks. That sucks. What can, I can't sit for boards out there to start nursing, veterinary nursing in Washington because the yeah. testing facilities are closed. That sucks. So, so hard. I literally couldn't do anything well, except bartend. I, I would, could only bartend one night a week. I would, I would maybe lean on this. Things are, getting better slowly it won't last forever and it's hard for a lot of people yeah it's hard for a lot of people in a lot of different ways um but you know you're gonna get through it and you're you're gonna and you're gonna get back to what you need to do yeah so it's just a temporary thing we'll do three months then we'll do six months and then you know and then we'll just see and uh yeah also what's cool is the girl who was co-certifying me for permaculture design she actually just got a job at tufts university uh, for being a professor there, and Aunt Honey sits on the board. Is for Tufts, Tufts in Boston? Yes. Okay. And so I'm. Uh, so one of my, I like ran into one of my instructors at the gas station when I was picking Tony up from the airport, and uh, he was like, "Oh, well, Lindsay's just started a professorship there," and I was like, "Oh, well, my Aunt Honey like sits on the board with right. Tufts, so." I think that there's going to be connections already in ways that I wasn't yeah, even thinking. Yeah, yeah. I f- totally forgot that uh, well, the permaculture yeah, design group was that. based out of Boston, Boston, Bostington. Yeah, Bostington. I live in Bostington. Mentally. Um, the first thing before we we start closing this out, and we yeah. call Zach to say goodbye. Is I I have always felt this way, and it just this trip reinstilled it in me. Um, just uh, support your First Nation and, and Native American tribes. Yeah. Uh, you know, they are, yeah. What, what did you call them? They're elders, but the stewards of the land, oh, right? Yeah. They're stewards of our land and, 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 and just, right. Yeah. And they teach, they, they love and teach so much and care so deeply for the land. And, uh, like I knew that before I went out there and then going out there with them and, and learning with them. Um, just, we lack, we are at such a loss. Yeah. Um, because, and that's the thing, though. Yeah. Be get in touch with the outdoors. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know if I don't know who listens to this podcast. We we touched on this thing. People live in a bubble, right? Yeah. And everything is separated by politics. Yeah. But they are very liberal outdoorsmen, and they're like, like if you, for if, sure. if you're listening to this, you know, and uh, and you're confused by like, yeah, like why my last podcast was Black Lives Matter, and then this podcast today is like, yeah, we're, we're like I'm getting I'm guns. getting guns, and, and like you know, yeah, you know, and, and also we fish and hunt. Yeah. It's because there is. I sat here crying because I, I miss that land. There, yeah, because I just miss the land as if get I, out. as if I'm missing a person, and I feel right. like a lot of people who I live in the cities don't don't understand, understand that they're 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 missing what they don't even know they've ever yeah missed. They, exactly. they they didn't even know it was something that was available to them, and it's available to you in this country in large quantities. Yeah, all you have to do is ask, uh-huh. and all you have to do is want to get out and to explore like, and to like, and it may be fearful, but there's there is necessary learning within that yeah. fear and necessary um, just being spiritually close to 
fucking something besides concrete. Like, there are trees that I didn't say goodbye to before I left, and I feel like guilty about it. Oh, okay, that's a little weird. No, no, it's I'm not. kidding. It's not. And like, but I'm if kidding. you go spend time, yes, out in the I, yeah. like that, you'll know that feeling. And yeah. here, it's just like, oh fuck. Well, now I'm you're in the middle of concrete again. Yeah, concrete jungle. Um, but uh, other than that, is that is that it? Yeah. You have anything else you want to say? No, anything good. you want to support? Anything you want to talk about? Um, I mean, I always, cheese I always get nervous. No, I hate cheese whiz. Oh, cheese then. I like cheese. Yes. Continue. Uh, there's tons of things that I support, but I always freak out on this part, so I don't know. Right. Well, I'm going to pause it, and then we're going to call Zach and say goodbye. Okay. Um, Wait. See where that chain is located anywhere else. Okay, so we couldn't get a hold of Zach to, to sign off, so we're just going to sign off without him. Uh, I think this was a good good little chat. I'm happy to have spent all that time with you. Happy that we had a chance to talk about it afterwards on this podcast and to get things. The trip. Yeah, just yeah. to re- remember some things. And uh, it's good to see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely hard. A hard. I get it now. That, that, that would have been a very, very hard drive for you to do yourself. Yeah. Like, you I'm you gonna might, go to, I'm you might gonna... still be on the road. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because, you know, like getting sleepy. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Is By yourself. From getting sleepy, <laughs> yeah. you know, just in the city. Yeah. Uh, so, but other than that, I'm just going to do our sign off. Okay. It is don't work too hard, but don't stop. But don't stop. You got it. You're going to figure it out. Work. But don't stop working? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you knew it. You're totally a listener. Uh-huh. <laughs> You listen on a weekly basis, correct? I do, totally. Yeah. All I right. Don't, I don't think I've even ever listened to my own podcast that I've been on. No, <laughs> Nobody listens. Thank you to all the, oh, the, the, the new subscribers. Thank you to all the followers and the new listeners. Uh, thank you to the all the old listeners. And um, thank you, thank you, thank you. This podcast is brought to you by um, Lachette's and Finley Dots. Yeah. Maybe it's not brought to you by the. Just go support those things because I drink there. All right. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>